What is up, Jujateros? Hope everyone out there is doing great. We're trying something new here on Jujateros Coast to Coast by jumping into the 21st century. Yep, we're dipping our toes into the video realm. So let us know what you think. We can't get better if we don't know what we got to change. So keep the comments coming and thank you. Now back to business. We're only three weeks away from ADCC 2020 Las Vegas and I simply cannot wait. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be trying to break down each and every weight class from ADCC, talk about possible matchups, and try to guess who's going to make it to the podium. Hopefully, nobody else has to drop out before then. So on this video segment of Jujitero's Coast to Coast, I'm going to be breaking down the 66 kilogram division. So stay tuned, Jujitero's. This is the motivation. <laughs> Let's start first by looking at the competitors in this weight division. Again, I'm talking about the 66 kilogram division. We're now, I was saying three, but it's about two weeks away. Today is September 4th, 2022. We are less than two weekends away from this dance going down. I am at the moment lighting candles, saying prayers, being extra, extra superstitious, hoping everyone stays healthy and makes it to Las Vegas. Uh, we've been having changes ever since the names came out, and we even even had a change a few days ago uh, with Majid taking the place of someone a little while ago. So as of right now, these are the trial winners. These people's names will not change, although they may be able to drop out. Hopefully they don't. Uh, the first European trials winner, Ashley Williams. Second European trials winner, Sam McNally. First North American trials winner, Cole Abate. Second North American Trials winner, Keith Krikorian. First South American Trials winner, Diogo Baby Shark Race. Second South American Trials winner, Fabricio Andre. And the last entry Trials winner at the Asian Trials, Jeremy Skinner. Now, at the moment, these are the names that have been playing uh, musical chairs. People have been dropping out, dropping in, dropping out. But as of right now, again, September 4th, these are the invitees that are expected to show up. Kennedy Maciel, Ruin Alvarneg Renga, AJ Agazarm, Gabriel Sosa, Ethan Krellenston, Gio Martinez, Diogo Pato, Justice Neros, and Gary Tonin. The previous 66 kilogram winner, Augusto Mendez, is not returning. So for the first time in a while, we will be having a brand new winner. Uh, Mo has told us that he started working on these brackets, but he's not going to release them up until I believe the Friday before the event goes down. I think he's having like a special release party, so that should be super cool. Me and Cousinette will be there. We'll be covering that event, and we'll be dropping the news as soon as it comes out. And if we can, we will be going live. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, in the meantime, we can come up with with what we think the division might look like you know what i mean one thing about <clears throat> this division is that almost everyone here has a win over someone in this division they've all lost to somebody they've all won against somebody uh and anybody and honestly in my opinion can be the winner here uh kennedy is being josh 
Josh has beaten Kennedy. Keith has beaten Josh. Josh has beaten Keith. Bato has beaten Josh. And the list goes on and on and on. Uh, I did happen to come across a really super cool read in the Jiu-Jitsu Reddit thread. Uh, it was titled, Other Than 77 Kilograms, This Is The Spiciest ADCZ Division To Me. Who makes the podium? I'll try to post a, a link to this later on, but it was a really spicy read. So, without the brackets being out and with what we have, let's go over possible winners, possible matchups, possible people who we think is going to end up getting onto the podium. All right? All right. And as I was mentioning earlier, we got a lot of new blood here in this 66 kilogram division. We have no returning champ. And of all the competitors, we only have two previous medalists, two previous silver medalists. Uh, Kennedy Maciel, last time, 66 kilogram division, losing to the winner, Toquinho. And then AJ Agazarm, who won silver in a completely, in the 77 kilogram division, I believe, but in a different year. Um, other than that, the, the division is completely stacked with all new people. So no matter what, we're going to have a first-time gold medalist up on that podium. <clears throat> Everyone that's in this group is a submission hunter. That's what they do. You guys already know the lower weight classes have the motors, and they just can go, go, go all day. So their cardio is not going to be an issue. And with that being said, so goes, so goes the submission hunting game. I made groups of what I believed we're going to be the three main categories that people were going to be able to use to their advantage that they display through their game. Uh, so three categories that I thought were going to be playing a major factor in this in this division here, I think, are going to be the wrestlers. There's a group of very, very strong, solid wrestlers in this group. There's a group of leg lockers that's not as big as the wrestlers, so it might not play as much of a key as in some of the other weight classes. And then the last thing that I was thinking was some of these competitors we really haven't seen too much since they've won trials or they've done a super fight here and there. But there are a handful of them that have continued on even after they've won trials to do super fights or, or enter other tournaments to just sharpen their skills. So with that being said, let's get into those three groups. So the first group that I'm going to talk about is the wrestling group. And in this group, uh, I have AJ Agazarm. Josh Cisneros, Gary Tonin, and these last two guys I've added just because of what they've shown in the after the last uh, South American one and two trials for ADCC. Uh, and that's Fabricio Andre and Yogo Race. Fabricio Andre, as early as 2021, I think he did a South American Nogi Worlds, and he got lit up by another guy that's in this weight class. So pay attention to this guy, man. He's an invitee, goes by the name of Ruin Alvarenga. Ruin Alvarenga, I think, is a Marcelo Garcia Black Belt Alliance guy. Uh, not very well known, but if you go back and look at the 2019 ADCC tournament, he had a killer match up against Kennedy and was winning the entire match and got caught in a crazy triangle and ended up tapping in the last second. And that uh, ended up advancing Kennedy into the gold medal round. I did notice that the same way he got caught in a triangle with Kennedy, he's still using that same guard pass as early as last year against Fabricio. Now, in, Fabricio obviously is a different fighter than Kennedy, but... 
He's also very dangerous. And from what I saw in that match, if you guys want to go back, check it out. It is on YouTube. It's the South American Nogi Worlds uh, Trials, or not Trials, but Eliminator match between uh, Fabricio Andre and Ruin Alvarenga. Spoiler alert coming up in 3, 2. Ruin beats that ass. Uh, he ends up taking his, passing his guard, gets a takedown, passes his guard, uh, ends up taking the back briefly, and then hops over into uh, some type of clock choke, maybe, or a arm, and, arm triangle, sorry, and then ends up turning it into like a modified Ezekiel choke, I want to say, because he ends up going back into mount. Uh, but I have never seen anybody do that to Fabricio other than Ruan. And if that's what he can do to Fabricio, man, he is going to make some good, good matches, good, good waves in the 66-kilogram division. Uh, so, with that being said, I don't think that the present-day Fabricio is the same Fabricio that was back in 2021. Has, as he did show better wrestling skills in the South American trials that he ended up winning. But, let's see how it is. I mean, the caliber of wrestlers in that tournament wasn't as high as what is going to be in this tournament this time around so we'll see how it goes uh aj's got that strong college wrestling background josh has got that high school wrestling gary tonin's got a little bit of college wrestling and mma and then again just as i just mentioned fabricio and diogo entering the entering the realm, uh, realms of wrestling a little bit so they've started to dip their toes into the wrestling realm they have been able to exert their wrestling game on people who don't have wrestling but let's see what ends up happening this time around when they match up with someone who's a higher wrestler. How's Diego going to ha handle the pace of a Josh or of an AJ? Can you imagine an AJ and Fabricio match? That will be fire. Scramble fest all over. Um, but that's one group that I think is going to exert their dominance by using wrestling to their advantage and try to use that to come up with some wins. I'm sure they're going to be able to sneak up. A takedown here or there, and in ADCC, it could come down down to a takedown easily. The next group of <clears throat> of competitors that I have here kind of grouped together, I have leg lockers. As you guys know, ADCC heavily, heavily favors leg lockers. And in ADCC 2019, we did see the coming out party for Lachlan Giles, and it was pretty much a leg lock fest. So in this bracket here, we got... I added Gabriel Sosa, Gio Martinez, Gary Tonin, and Jeremy Skinner. Again, in no particular order, but these are the four that I thought have shown in the past to actually go out and hunt for leg locks, especially Gabriel. Gabriel, once he latches on, just is, is nasty and relentless. He's like a pet bull. So I'm looking to see uh, what he can do. And Gio's got that 10th planet game, man. That's what he's been specializing ever since. He's one of the big veterans in the group, so... I'm looking out, looking forward to seeing what he says, be, seeing what he does, because there's some youngsters in here who may be susceptible, susceptible to the leg lock game. I mean, Josh has lost, Josh Cisneros has lost a handful of matches by leg lock, and every time he's gotten caught, it almost looks like he didn't see it coming. So who knows? Maybe he can use that to their to their advantage. Um, the last thing that I'm gonna talk about here is the big mo momentum going into this tournament. Uh, I felt that Josh, Cole, Fabricio, and Diogo Reyes have been more active of the group. Josh recently getting a little bit of ADCC revenge recently by uh, defending his fight to win lightweight strap and getting a decision win over Keith Krikorian, who he ended up losing to 
in the if you guys forgot in the ADCC West Coast Trials by Leglon. So it was good to see Josh get that back. Uh, unfortunately, it was like a six-minute match, eight-minute match. We definitely need more time, and we may just see that in ADCC. So uh, one of the major weaknesses in in Josh's game again is is leg lock. So uh, he says he's been working on it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, the last thing that I really want to talk about now is matchups that I am dying to see. So uh, I just recently heard the Josh's Narrows podcast. Or I'm sorry, not podcast, but interview that Josh did over with BJJ Fanatics. If you haven't uh, checked it out yet, hey, go check it out. Ryan Ford did an awesome, awesome job in depth. But in the interview, all right, check this out. Cool storyline. I guess when Josh was a kid, he attended a Gary Tonin seminar. And in the seminar, Gary made the statement that, hey, I better stop teaching all these guys to be killers because one of these days I'm going to be fighting one of these kids. And sure enough, hey, it could actually go down in this tournament. We could totally see a Gary Tonin versus Josh Cisneros matchup. And wouldn't that be fire? Um, another matchup that we want to see, if you have not gone back and seen the 2019 matchup between these two guys, talking about Kennedy Maciel taking on Ruin Alvarenga. Go back and check that out and you will see why. We got to see part two of this. Ruan got so close, so close, but hey, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, I guess, man. So they definitely need to run it back. I'm sure Moha seems going to be checking that out and possibly might be giving us that in the first round, maybe. Um, another matchup that I want to see is a, a, a youngster versus a youngster. Or actually, the youngest person in the group versus another person who's also fairly young in the group. I'm talking about Koabate, AOJ, taking on Josh's Narrows. I think that that would be a really great matchup into the future of what this weight division is going to be like. Both of these guys are going to be around for a while. They both impose their will. They both have awesome game. They both have really good cardio. And uh, I, I just, I'm, that's a matchup I just think would be so, so fun to watch. Um, next matchup, I got AJ Agazarm versus Gary Tonin. I know a lot of people didn't want AJ in the, in the division, but hey, you know what? Every time he shows up on the mat, man, he brings it. And these are probably the two older guys in the division. I would definitely want to see them go at it just for the wrestling alone, just to see how they go. Both of these guys have been known to have an awesome, awesome escape game. If you haven't seen uh, Gary Tonin and Chrome from 2017 China, oh man, do yourselves a favor and go check that out. You talk about walking on the razor's edge of getting submitted. Hey, that's freaking Gary that whole entire match. He escaped all kinds of stuff. Uh, but this would be a very fun matchup for us to watch. So keep your eyes out for that. Another fire matchup that would be fun to watch. Josh Cisneros and Fabricio Andre. Can you imagine the wrestling, the scrambling, the submission pace? I mean, they'd just be diving for things left and right. Diving for legs, diving for arms, diving for necks. Again, going back to that BJJ fanatics. That's something that Josh says he he implements into his game and he counts on that. He says he is not afraid to go for something when he sees it, regardless of whether he has a position or not. And he knows that it bites him in the butt sometimes. It it has come back to bite him in the butt. Uh, go ahead and check out one of the earlier matches he had against Kennedy, and it did come back 
to get him, uh, almost very similar to the way that Kennedy got Ruan. Um, but great, great matchup that hopefully we can see. <clears throat> and to end my dream matchups, this is kind of like the Masters from back in the day and their new apprentices taking the helm. Uh, I would love to see a Cobrina Jr. I'm talking about Kennedy Maciel taking on Rafa 2.0 and Cole Abate. How cool would that matchup be? Kennedy taking on Cole to crown the new winner in this division. I think that that would be super, super awesome. All right, last but not least, I want to talk about what I think it's going to take to win this division. I think that the guy that comes out on top in this mountain of a division is going to be a motherfucker. And you guys know that I use that term to describe a certain type of jujitero, a person that just is nonstop, that has that gas tank on full for the entire match, no matter how many matches, no matter what position they're in, they never concede, and somehow they miraculously, each and every time, end up coming out. I mean, you practically got to kill this person to put them out. That's my definition of a motherfucker. So let's take a look at this killer lineup. Actually, let's not take a killer look at the lineup, but let's talk about what I think it's going to take to win this division. In order to survive, again, you're for sure going to have to have cardio. Cardio like an MFR, the ultimate cardio, because the action in this division is going to be nonstop. There's going to be wrestlings, there's going to be scrambles, there's going to be guard passes, and it's just not going to stop. So a full tank of gas is going to be needed to go a long, long way in this division. I think that the winner is going to have to, or actually is going to somehow use their cardio to their advantage. When you can weaponize your cardio to push the pace, whether it be standing, whether it be on the ground, you're able to dictate where, when, and how, and the pace of the match. With that being said, if you're able to grind your opponents down and give and, and break them, you're more likely to end up opening up other submissions or end up opening passes that can then lead to other positions or submissions. So, um, I also think that not having wrestling or not having a wrestling background with so many competitors in this division could play a major factor. I think that the winner will be able, because if you think about it, a wrestler always has super hard cardio. So the guys that I had in that wrestler bracket, Josh Cisneros, AJ Agazarm, Gary Tonin, Fabricio Andre, Yogo Race, these are guys who have gas tanks that can go all day long. And minus AJ and Gary, these are the youngsters. So you know they're not going to get tired. Uh, the winner is going to have to have a game that doesn't sit back and wait for their opponent. They're going to be pressuring from the get-go, searching for subs, whether it be the first minute or the last minute uh, of the match. The ADCC rule set favors aggression, it favors takedowns, and obviously it favors submissions. So if you're able to push the pace, you're able to exhaust your opponent, you're able to break them, you're going to score them takedowns, you're going to get into those dominant positions that again are going to lead to to submissions and i know this weight class is going to be full of them the name of the game here i think is going to be to impose your will impose your game on your opponent as soon as you can um, one thing that i've noticed 
throughout all of the trials. I mean, we've seen European trials. We've seen South American trials. We've seen North American trials. We've seen the Asian trials. There is levels to this game. And so for someone to, to say that this winners from this trials are better than winners from this other trial, I think would be kind of ignorant because you never know in these matches. I mean, again, look at our boy Lachlan. Lachlan Giles has like absolute zero wrestling background and he was able to survive not only in his weight class but in the absolute so you never know you never know even though i'm saying hey the the winner's gonna have crazy crazy cardio that's probably gonna be a 100 fact the winner will have really good cardio but the winner may not necessarily have to have a, a really good wrestling game or a really good leg lock game maybe they're just kind of like a jack of all trades they're able to survive 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 and and because of their cardio is a weapon they're going to be able to impose whatever game they want so you so you never know with that being said what i just mentioned factors that i think are going to come into play reasons that i think the winners will end up coming out on top but let's talk about who gets on the podium and why so i've picked uh matchups for gold silver and bronze and let's talk about why i think these individuals are going to get to these matches uh the, like i said before the division is super stacked. I honestly, even though I have these winners here, anybody or someone that I haven't even mentioned, an Ashley Williams, a Jeremy Skinner, a freaking Cola Bate, uh, anybody, anybody can come out on top and 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 pull this a rabbit out of the hat and win this. So again, a lack of wrestling may or may not come into play depending on how strong other parts of an individual's game may be. Uh, in the past, we've had uh, wrestlers win, but it, hey, it's been a really, really, really long time. And as a matter of fact, I did the research for you all out there. The last time a someone who had a solid wrestling or actually a background in wrestling only, we had to go back to 2000 when Mark the Smashing Machine Kerr, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that guy. He used to be uh, back in the day, early MMA fighter, back in the day, uh, Japan pride fighter. A super awesome documentary Nate, uh, made about him. You can easily find it. Watch it for free on YouTube. And it is titled The Smashing Machine. But we do got to go back to 2000 when Mark Kerr won both the 99 plus kilogram division and the absolute that year. And he was uh, mainly a college wrestler. Back then, they held ADCC every year. And then not until 2003 did they start going every other year. Uh, and that was my first splash at witnessing ADCC back in 2005. Uh, ADCC 2005 was when we got to see that awesome match between Marcelo Garcia and Rico Rodriguez, if you're not familiar. Uh, so let's go through my podium, who I think is going to get there. Actually, I'm not really going to talk about why. I'm just going to give you guys the matchups. At bronze medal, I think that it's going to be 10th Planet's Keith Krikorian taking on Diego Pato. Diego Pato's been on a tear. Keith has been on a tear. Leg locking. Every Both of these guys are going to be awesome leg lockers. And I think that although they are at the top of the weight class, and like I said, anybody can win this. I just think that the, the four individuals that I have above them are going to be a little too hot possibly or maybe they just have something in their game that these guys may or may not be able to handle uh so bronze medal match 
Keith Krikorian taking on Diego Pato. I think Diego Pato ends up taking this. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say these guys probably did have a matchup in Fight to Win. Uh, not too long ago. I'll try to look that up for you guys when I when I can. Um, at silver medal, I have um, Cole Abate taking on Kennedy. You know, this could easily be a gold medal match. We got the youngster taking on one of the masters of the of the weight class here at Kennedy Maciel, winning se- uh, taking second place silver medal at the 2019 ADCC. Um, and then again, I talked about this matchup earlier. I said, I really, really want to see this. This is kind of the Masters Apprentices going at it. So this is Cobrina versus Rafa 2.0. Uh, and our last matchup that I think that we're going to be seeing, I think the gold medal match here is going to be Valley favorite, Jostis Narrows taking on the old dog in the group. A lot of people have been counting this guy out. Saying he got tooled up in his 1FC super fight grappling match. But you know what? You can never count this guy out. He's a leg locker. He's a wrestler. And he's got cardio. He's been taking the game seriously since day one. He's even dropped down a weight class. I'm talking about none other than the lion killer, Gary Tonin. I think our gold medal match is going to be old blood versus new blood. And this could be Gary Tonin's uh, the medal that has been eluding him for so long. I think this is going to be Gary's gold medal finally, man. I think this is going to be a great, great Sunday matchup. It's going to be the nice way to intro into the gold medal round. And uh, that's going to be our winners. So I think I think what we're going to see is Gary taking gold, Josh taking silver, and Cole Abate pulling off the upset, winning bronze. So there's your three finalists. Um, man, I don't know, man. It's 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 gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a really good show. I uh, I cannot wait. Let me know what you guys think. I'm gonna be posting links to the Reddit article that you uh, that I read, and I'll be giving shout outs to that author. Also, if you got a Flow Grappling subscription, go check out. They just put out a video called ADCC Path to Glory. 66 kilogram preview where they just kind of went in and then showed a little bit of background on each of the guys in this weight class showed them training got a little bit of interviews with them got them hanging out not really too much uh into strategies or whatnot but it just if you're not familiar with the fighters it will be a good way for you to get some background on them um with that being said man that's my division preview for adcc 66 kilogram division i hope you guys enjoyed it let me know what you guys think. If you guys think someone else is going to come on top, hey, leave leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. You know, uh, again, we're days away from ADCC. September 17th and 18th matchups will be announced. I think Mo put up a, a, a schedule and he said that 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, we should be expecting the brackets to be really released. So... Right after we get our wristbands, jujiteros, it's on, bros and gals. I'll let y'all know. Uh, That's a wrap, man. Take care, everybody. Keep rolling and training, and we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. This is the motivation. (laughs) 